0: Hi guys, welcome to Cow Corner Cricket Cast. It's me, Pratham, and today I'll be reviewing the second ODI held at Lourdes between England and Pakistan. In my preview for this match a couple of days ago, I suggested there might be a close contest between Pakistan and England. I even figured that a team as unpredictable as Pakistan could have a good chance to win the match, maybe even rebound back into the series at large. Uh, was there a closer contest yesterday than in the first match? Sure. Um, was that a close contest between the teams absolutely not England won by 52 runs they outplayed the pakistanis in all three facets of the game they batted better bowled better fielded better and honestly if Hassan didn't start swinging wildly and shined in short touch just a touch of dignity with the bat that those ahead of him so thoroughly refused to do pakistan wouldn't have wouldn't have even lasted 30 overs For Pakistan, only one word is appropriate for their performance, PATHETIC. Pakistani cricket fans may not like to hear what I'm about to say, I'm one, for the record. I don't care. This has been the most embarrassing defeat Pakistan has ever, ever endured in its Limited Rovers history. Not losing an ODI to Zimbabwe at home last year, not the humiliating knockout in the Asia Cup in 2018, not the 3-0 whitewash by Bangladesh in 2014, yes I remember that one, not any of the World Cup defeats to India, including that quarterfinals finals out in 1996, back when you guys had a team filled with actually genuine talent. Uh, this one was the most embarrassing of the lot. This English C-team, many of whom didn't even know who their goddamn teammates were till, what, four days ago? Many of whom weren't even considered qualified enough to be anywhere near representing their own country they've manhandled their first choice 11. They've made nearly all of the Pakistani players look like schoolboys and chumps. Quite frankly, they've made the majority of Pakistani cricketers yesterday look like they don't deserve to be playing international cricket. Some of you in the audience may be thinking that I'm being hyperbolic. I'm not. Like at Cardiff, you take out one or two players. This team put a brainless display with the ball and a brain-dead one with the bat. I'll start with the ball because that's where the Pakistani team debased itself first. Shaheen and Hassan opened the bowling and to their credit, they actually did get some wickets early on. They actually bowled the fuller, fuller, pacier swinging deliveries needed to dismiss the danger men in Crawley in Milan that had dominated Pakistan in that first match. Turns out that in cast, swinging conditions on a pitch where there's prodigious seam movement available from a full to good length, that you should pitch it fuller. Who would have thought that? It's not like everyone from a coach to a ball boy sitting on the boundary fence could see that. Turns out two folks didn't apparently see that though, they didn't get the message, those two were Pakistan's 3rd and 4th seamers. Haris Rauf and Fahim Ashraf basically seemed to throw their senses in an abandoned scrap heap and bowl short and often wide. Even though Phil Salt nearly nicked everything, literally everything, on a foolish good length and a 4th stump line, as I said in the preview, he goes after everything, without getting the pitch of the ball with hard hands. Rolf and Ashraf kept on feeding him, garbage long hop after garbage long hop, and then he raced to a run and ball 50. Wins capitalized on those freebies too, and uh, England wrestled any minor advantage that Pakistan had built up in that opening burst. Moronic bowling. They were so bad that England cavorted to 100 odd for 2 in 13 or 14 odd overs. Bauer literally had to take both of them out of the attack after bowling, just uh, 3 overs apiece. It worked. The moving of Do- doing a Dhoni, bowling that part-time spinner in the middle overs to slop the bleeding of runs when your inept paces came off. Uh, it did work. Shaquille got Salt out, misreading the length while sweeping. Vince got out because he couldn't read Shadab's Googly, something that you could pick up from the PSL, obviously, when they played each other. Um, I wonder why the Pakistani think tank didn't think about it before when Vince was starting to score runs that frequently. Uh, To be fair though, that's the only delivery Shadab seems to actually bowl well. Maybe that's because his action and release, that's more like an off spinner, makes sure that he can't bowl a quality flighted turning leg break. And it's something that he's clearly not bothered to improve, even by going back to domestic cricket and actually learning how to bowl it during long spells. So, I don't know why I'm surprised. Uh, but then Barber, continuing to be clueless as a tactician, as he was earlier in the innings, he took out the slips after Roth and Fahim got carted around and refused to bowl sensibly, uh, giving Salton Wins more license to smash it around, funny enough. Um, Barber kept his part-timer Shaquille on even after he had broken the partnership. Normally, you take the part-timer and you, you, know, you get the wicket that you need, and then you take them off. Not Barber. Naturally, a guy who's not used to bowling much will drag one down and Stokes smashed a delivery off Shaquille for six. That made the England captain raced 20-odd when he was on and released whatever pressure was built up by those two wickets from the spinners. Even after all of those screw-ups, Pakistan got back into the game for a bit just because of Hassan Ali. He looked the one player who showed any fighting spirit in this side with the ball. His intensity actually went up despite the tough situation and he realized that the English batsmen were going for their shots. So what did he do? He did the sensible thing which was to bowl fast, full and straight. You miss, I hit stuff. Took three wickets quickly and then suddenly the tourists looked in charge with England at 160 for seven. But then Babur, as usual in this match, gave away the advantage. He put the fielders back out defensively and then had Shadab and Fahim, his two WORST bowlers, come in Though even though they were dropping the deliveries four inches short on average. The tail end of Brydon Kars and bowling all-rounder Lewis Gregory, who Pakistan should have known from his quick-fire 50s in the PSL could bat, makes you wonder if they follow their own domestic league at all, chanced their arm and swiped across the line, putting a half-century partnership in no time. Notice the 50 runs that they put up, the 50 plus runs, I should say. It's almost like that's what mattered when Pakistan had to chase down 241 and lost by 52 runs now, isn't it? To talk about Pakistan's batting in that god-awful second innings, I'm just going to go through a list I made, containing observations over the years watching Pakistan's top 8, Saoirse Keel aside, in white ball cricket and their dismissals in this particular match. Let's see if you can all spot the connection. Imam ul Haq, weakness, prone for his head to not fully get across the line of the ball and thus he edges it when defending a good length delivery that moves away. Dismissal today, length delivery that moved away and took the edge. Head wasn't in quite in line with the ball at the proper position in the time of dismissal. Fakhar Zaman, weakness has a weak defensive technique. Gets frustrated into playing a rash stroke with no footwork if suffocated by slanting a shortish length outside off stump away from him and packing the offside with three or four slips slash catching men inside the 30-yard circle. Dismissal today. Played a rash stroke with no footwork trying to on-drive a delivery and got bowled was on 10 off 43 because he had been suffocated with their way-going deliveries that he didn't feel as comfortable smashing with three or four slips behind him. Babar Razam. Weakness. Prone to leaving a gap between bad and bad when defending a full to good length inducker. Makes him get LBW'd and bold. Dismissal today. Length delivery with upright seam outside off that ducked back into middle stump. Got LBW'd is Rizwan, can get off balance when defending or driving on the front foot. Defends the deliveries around 5th stump with a straight pat that he doesn't need to play at. Dismissal today, nicked a good length delivery on 5th stump that seemed away. Soehmaksud, weakness, pull a back-of-the-length shortish delivery just on or around off stump. His feet will stay planted to the crease and he'll top edge and get caught. Dismissal today, got a delivery that was a back of a length delivery that bounced on him. Pulled it awkwardly with only his hands, no trigger or back foot movement to get him in position. Top-edged it and got caught by the wicket-keeper. Shadab Khan Weakness. Struggles to keep the bouncer on the ground, especially cram- when cramped for room. Flaps the ball awkwardly and is likely to get caught in the deep. Dismissal today. Made more space because he was getting cramped to a bouncer on off-stump to uppercut it. Straight to the man stationed at fine third man. Fahim Ashraf Weakness. Has poor footwork to get down to the pitch against a spinner. Get the spinner on and flight a delivery. Will eventually either play a wild swipe that'll get him caught in the deep or a timid sweep shot to a ball outside his eye line that'll get him out. Dismissal today. Got a flighted leg break from Matt Parkinson that pitched on leg that he tried to paddle sweep behind without being able to properly see it. Guided it straight into the hands of the keeper. Made this list of batting flaws in each of these players at least two years ago. If I, sitting on a couch while watching the match, without any professional training or knowledge of the coaches and backroom staff that Pakistan has and its cricketers has, can identify such obvious faults in each of their techniques going on for such a long period of time with no noticeable improvement, that says it all. The reality is that many of these dismissals were self-induced, especially from the likes of Maksud and Shadab. Yes, you had the top order collapse, but both of these blokes had gotten to quickfire 20s and it seemed to shift the momentum away from Pakistan at those points of the game. They both threw away their wickets to idiotic shots. What's even more frustrating is that they had a set partner in Swad Shaquille on the other hand. By the way, the only batsman who didn't disgrace his reputation today was scored a 50. He looked a class apart from his teammates today with him being technically organized and playing the ball late. When a guy playing in his second ODI looks better than your entire team, that speaks to the depths to which Pakistani cricket has sunk. And even though I still rate the likes of Babur, Rizwan and Imam in his format, the reality is that those technical flaws and the expectation of them to go out and consistently score impactfully against the top 4 sides is a fantasy. This top order, which they are so heavily reliant on, can't do the job. With Pakistan having no reliable power hitters, all the opposing team really needs to do is get their wickets cheaply out of the top four early on, or set up a total requiring Pakistan to chase down a target that's going to require them to go at 5.5 runs or above and over, and then the match is in the bag. The hubris to not work out these painfully patent flaws, despite suffering poor defeat after poor defeat after poor defeat. In my mind, they deserve this humiliation. Now I know I've gone on here a bunch about the poor Pakistani cricket on show, but there is definitely credit that deserves to be given to England's bowlers. Sake Mahmood, he delivered a world-class new ball world spell today, like he did in the last match. 2 for 11 of 5 overs, I watched every bit of it and couldn't stop taking my eyes away out from it. it was bang on the money, in terms of accuracy and bowling plans from Ball 1. Ball 1! was seaming it in and away at 140 kilometers plus clicks, spiting every bit of vertical and horizontal movement available off the wicket with a bolt upright seam. He must have induced a play and miss from Pakistan's top order at least 10 out of the 30 balls he bowled today, putting a lot of pressure on them. Superb stuff uh, that impact wise ranks with anything I've seen in an ODI match. Uh, this lad's got a potential to be a great bowler. And I don't say that word lightly. A great bowler. He has to be called up for the upcoming Ashes in my book, and he needs to be playing some of those matches. Credit also needs to be given to Matt Parkinson, Lewis Gregory, and their captain Ben Stokes. There was a period where Parkinson and an over got smashed with three sixes after slogging Hassan Ali. He had the courage to come back, continue flying the ball like he had done before, and even though it didn't always come off, he was able to be economical after that over. Gregory again bowled accurately and got the odd one to veer sharply past the edge. Uh, He does need to work on his no ball problem though, because better sides than this Pakistani bunch are going to exploit that and smash more sixes off of him if he continues to plop that front foot beyond the line. Even though Stokes didn't score many runs today, he kept aggressive 6-3 fields with four slips at one point as late as the 15th over from what I recall today. his bowling changes were excellent too. He he brought on Overton to test out Maksud with the short ball at the right time and gave him confidence to bowl it short again, even after being taken off two sixes uh, from other bowlers who were bowling that short, as well as Overton himself. He's really showed himself to be deserving of the captaincy and in my mind is a superior tactician to Joe Root or Ion Morgan in the limited chances he's gotten to show that skill set of his. I'll take your leave now, guys. Um, I've said what I wanted to say. Honestly, I'm so disgusted by the Pakistani performance throughout this series that has showed no skill and very little fight um, that I'm genuinely considering not covering the rest of it. Um, So I don't know. I I don't know if I'll be back with another video talking about the final ODI. I will eventually, though, be back talking about another cricket match. It might have Pakistan in it. Might not. Who knows? Uh, So yeah, uh, take care, guys, and see you later.